2: this is the jason and alexis show podcast presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse.
1: look for new menu items like their better for you comfort foods including the tuna poke bowl and spaghetti primavera plus seasonal favorites like the new maple grain salad beef stroganoff and carrot cake
2: lex and dawn we are gonna have a happy hour at the lowry how does that sound
1: Sounds Amazing. Good.
2: Okay, they have, you know, they still have their comfort foods like the steak and pierogies. They have the Nashville fried chicken sandwich, but they have new things as well.
0: Ooh, like what?
2: Well, and they're better for you new things. Did you hear that, Don?
0: Oh, this is awesome.
2: Yeah, they're calling it new, better for you comfort foods like a tuna poke bowl, which I love, a spaghetti teeny primavera. Ooh, that yum, I'm gonna try that. I know. Lex let's lady in the tramp that.
1: Ooh, yes. This is a tramp. Ew.
2: Well, we'll Me. let them figure that out. <laughs> and then after all of that, you can try the carrot cake. Lex, I know you love oh, a carrot cake.
1: I love carrot cake and I cannot wait to try theirs because everything there is so good.
2: And Dawn, you can have like a spoonful.
1: Okay, great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dine with them, make reservations, do takeout all at the LowryUptown.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk, one seven, one, everything entertainment, everything laughing hyenas. Yep, yeah. I'm Jason, Lex and Dawn. I
1: thought you were going to cue us. no.
2: Kenny's off for the next few days.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: He's also smart. The only dumb people uh. on our show, Dawn and me. Right, Dawn? Right, Dawn? That's yes, right. Yes.
0: That's right. I that, am.
2: That's me, too. Um, Alexis is back after taking a couple days off uh, last week. And boy, was she smart to do that. Um, welcome back, my love. Uh, oh, thank welcome you. Welcome back. We're thank glad you, to have you. you back. Hey, can I begin the 7 o'clock hour with some good news?
1: Yeah, please.
2: Yeah. It's always welcome. Um, well, uh, CBA, and I don't know, you might have talked about this in the Dirt Alert, but all three of the national morning shows began with this, uh, including Gail King. I have a, uh, and it's about a coronavirus vaccine and, uh, and one in particular from Pfizer. Here's what Gail King uh, said just moments ago. Take a listen. This
0: morning, the drug giant Pfizer announced it has evidence that its planned coronavirus vaccine works. The U.S. has reported more than 100,000 cases a day for the last five days, 585,000 in all, and we're close to reaching 10 million COVID cases since this pandemic began in this country. Our Dr. David Agus joins us to talk about the breaking news. David, they're saying the headline says the drug is 90% effective. That wow. is very encouraging. What can you tell us about this?
3: Well, the FDA set a bar for 50%, and... So 90% reduction in uh, symptoms of the virus in people who got the vaccine. And so this is a momentous occasion. This is the first of what will be several vaccines that will show efficacy really over the next several weeks. But we're here a long road, but the vaccine appears to have worked. David,
2: there's, there's some more testing to be done though, correct? What's the timetable here?
3: Well, I mean, the, the testing show it worked. Um, the, the safety data, we need two months uh, of people, um, majority of people in the trial to be exposed, which is any day now. And so I really think that over the next days, the material, particularly, is file for an emergency use authorization with the Food and Drug Administration. And then in December, we can have the vaccine. There are 50 million doses of this vaccine that will be available before the years end.
2: Dr. Agus, what about distribution? If we have that 50 million, do we have the network and the cold storage if that's what's required to get this to people safely?
3: You're always the practical one. So the answer is yes, with Pfizer. It is, um, this this vaccine has to be stored at minus 95 degrees Fahrenheit. And Pfizer made their own boxes that take about a thousand doses. And they're shipping these boxes that have about a 10 day life um, where they can keep the vaccine cold to large hospitals where the distributions will happen. So Pfizer is not part of Operation Warp Speed on either the clinical trials or the distribution. They've done it on their own.
2: Crazy
0: minus ninety five degrees.
2: Wow! How Did anybody we, else go? That's,
1: what? No, when that's going to hit
0: your body and go.
1: Whoo.
2: That's how B. We have to keep B. Arthur to keep her preserved.
1: <laughs> keep her special out. box, a beer cooler.
2: <laughs> she sleeps in a very special pressurized beer cooler, and then cooler.
0: under the ice during the. That's under why ice. she lives in Minnesota.
2: That's right. And we we break <laughs> her out winters. But all all kidding aside, that's fantastic wow. news, isn't it, ladies? Oh, I mean, my goodness. Yes. Uh, You know, again, preliminary, but 90% effective. And I, this Dr. David Agus, I trust him. He's a good dude. He's been with CBS for many years. And uh, you should have seen his face. (laughs) Again, the FDA, I I didn't know that set a goal of 50%. So the fact that we're almost double that with this particular Pfizer um, vaccine, it's incredible. I mean, if the doctor's... You know, you always look at faces of professionals. For instance, like if you're on an airplane and you look at Gladys, the flight attendant, you know, if uh, there's turbulence and Gladys looks scared, you're scared. The same thing here. If you look at a doctor and he looks excited about something, I'm going to be excited. The doctor looked excited. So therefore, I'm going to be excited. Who's going to get it
0: first? Because there's 330 million people in the U.S.
2: Yeah, well, probably frontline workers. I, probably, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say I'm sure yeah. no matter what the plan is.
0: Please. Yeah,
2: yeah The, the front... number's
1: increasing now. Let's just hope people trust it and, and take the vaccine.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the next another hurdle. key. Yep.
2: Because that's the thing. You know, if we're trying to vaccine during a surge, which mm-hmm. by all evidence we are experiencing right now, um, that will complicate things. But um, I just hope there is some faith in this. And some trust in this and uh, enough people take it. Personally, I will, you know, if I if I'm going to listen to experts, um, if they tell me this is safe um, and it has a 90 percent effective rate, I I don't want to speak for. Con- I'm sure my family will take it. Um, so it's exciting. Some 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 good news. We need we need some good news. We need yes, we, we need some good news. And, and that's uh, some good news there. So. And good news that Alexis is back. So we have a possible Aww. vaccine, and Lex is back. What more, do you, my talkers? What more can we give you on a Monday? I mean, you know, what more <laughs> can we give you? I have nothing. Well, else I to can think of
1: a few things, but uh, no. Oh my goodness! I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Yes, you're right. It's good to be back. I missed you guys.
2: Well, we missed you. We missed you, and uh, and you just had a relaxing. Obviously, yeah. you you don't really leave the house. You go into the <laughs> woods by your house, and you go back yeah. in. So long walks. Long walks. I saw a new family photo. You you looked like oh, you were outdoors. Was that a little walk that you took?
1: Yep, yep. We were outside. It was very nice. Just to, it was a beautiful weekend and end of last week. So can't oh, you know, complain gosh. about that, right? It was yes. gorgeous. The other thing, I don't know about you guys, but I am dead set on buying all of my Christmas gifts and and mailing them out now. Yeah, I just want to. I I don't oh, want to have any oh. of the stress of it. I just want it, them gone. Here you go.
2: Oh wow. Really? Yeah.
1: Yes, I I have been um I so I've been doing some shopping <laughs> yes. and making too, which has been really nice just to sit and make some stuff. So
2: Oh wow. I, I don't want, know why. You, you I just, just want yeah, streamlining Okay. Yeah, I
1: really am. It just uh, it just feels uh, overwhelming sometimes. And I don't know why it feels that way, but I know for sure we're not going to be seeing our family, which is really sad, you know. But, um, you know, for Thanksgiving or Christmas, so.
2: Yeah, we're trying to make, it's interesting you said that, and I think my talkers, probably a lot of you are having this, yeah, you're having that, we're having that debate in our family of like what to do, you Mm -hmm. know, especially now that my mom is here and um, what's Thanksgiving going to look like and what's Christmas going to look like and what are we going to do and and, uh, how are we going to maybe see each other, but keep it safe you know and right. um so i i think that's a conversation a lot of you are having in your household so
1: and i don't know about you but a lot of the the election uh, has really kind of put a lot of stress on my family um you know just political political views and so you know just uh, clashing political views clashing yep yeah. oh, and so yeah. that whole um you know it's very sad actually when you really think about it but um it's it's just the reality and um so You know, just to keep those in mind, too, (laughs) and kind of, uh, man, I mean, in my family, I'm trying to remain Switzerland, too, at the same time. But, you know, that it it almost you can't do that anymore, you know, kind of have to have stand your ground or have an opinion.
2: Yeah, I just, you know, I I tried to remember on Saturday um, uh, that no matter what side you're on. You need to remember how the you should remember for just the sake of all of us, how the other side feels, because if you're on the winning side, you have to realize that there are 70 million people that aren't happy uh, this week. Yeah. And if you're on the losing side, you got to remember uh, the, the jubilance and the happiness that you felt four years ago. Um, and I, I, I look, I think we have a long way to go before that. There's a lot of raw emotions, but um uh, yeah. You know, Dave Chappelle mm. said it in his monologue. It's, it's good to be a good winner. And uh, just remember what it's like to lose. And um, yes, I, that was I, I powerful. don't know. Yeah. He was the best
1: part of SNL. Man. Yeah. You have Dave a, Chappelle stink, put him in more skits.
2: Oh, it was a stinker what of an the episode. It is going it's on? It is. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But coming yeah. up next, I can't wait to hear uh, how you felt about the Queen's Gambit <gasps> yes, on Netflix. I watched
1: it all, Jace.
2: Oh wow, yeah, uh, okay Stay right there everybody, we'll do that when we come back so, Welcome back everyone Jason and Alexis in the morning On my talk one, everything entertainment I'm Jace with Lex And Don, Kenny's off for the next few days Hope he's enjoying it Netflix uh, still in their top five If I remember correctly Is the Queen's Gambit It was number one Don't know where it is right now I still think it's the number one show streaming right now on the streamer. Uh, but it is about the, an orphan who becomes a chess phenom. And uh, she learns chess from the maintenance uh, man downstairs uh, in the orphanage. And her life just kind of goes from there. And I'm, I'm keeping it purposely broad because. I so want you and I've been uh, I've been guilty of oversharing and, and I want to I want you guys to kind of uh, unfold the show for yourself because that's that's part of the magic of it because it's so gosh darn good. Uh, we talked about it last week. Alexis is back and uh, you watched it as well. Um, I did. I watched take the it away. Thing.
1: My Jeez, I could not stop watching it. I think I binged it in four days. Completely. Wow! just watch the whole
2: thing it's about what we did yeah I'm with you
1: oh man it it, it is so good now I don't know much about chess so I think that <laughs> if you do love chess you'll even get more in terms of the moves because they really have a really cool way of showing how they do it with the shadows of the pawns and the different um you know pieces and then um, the the boards you know how they do the different moves and what did the bishop do and you know all of that and there's all of these different um Like ways to come at it you know like different theories and this guy does it this way and he always moves this first and so uh, that was kind of lost on me but it just it was such a great story and a great reminder that if you want to be the best at what you do it takes a lot of hard work a lot of work a lot of dedication and also no trick around it Right. And remembering the people around you. I mean, I think about LeBron James and Michael Jordan, uh, Serena Williams. Now, of course, this is in the sports world. Tom Brady, you know, like if you are a goat. You really do need to work. You know, they're not out partying and having fun. And that's kind of the same case um, with the uh, in the Queen's Gambit. She, uh, Beth she's just really focused on her goal of being the best chess player i love that she didn't really focus on her gender but the media did and um but it, it's still a hard world to be in when it's all it's all men like Especially generally in the older and 60s. men Yeah, in the 50s and 60s So. You know, at the time, it's during the Cold War. There's already tensions between the U.S. and the Soviet Union already at that time. And then the best chess players come from the Soviet Union. So uh, it was really reflective of the time, too. I mean, just in a chess game. So I really like that. I like the full circle. Um, aspect of the story toward the end. Um, I again I don't want to give too much away, like you said, Jace, but um it just they answer a lot of questions that you may have as you're watching it uh, and satisfying answers. Can I say that?
2: I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dawn, where are you?
0: I am uh just finished episode four. They oh, really I'm do pack four. a lot into oh. each episode, though. I mean, even by the end of the first one, you're like, whoa. This is like a full movie I just watched here. <laughs> That's so true, Dawn. Yeah. And, yeah, and, they pack a lot in. I mean, so much. It's like the opposite of what they did with Bly Manor. Not enough material that they stretched mm. into a really long, boring story that was way too many episodes. Yes. This is very efficient, and I love the writing. Um, you get to know her and what she's all about. Really, uh, not necessarily through the dialogue, but what they show you. Yeah. Which is uh, great writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing it's the fashion. <gasps> Didn't oh. you want
1: everything she wore? Oh
0: gosh. Yeah. This will be nominated for costume design, don't you think? Absolutely, oh,
2: without a doubt. The production design and the the wardrobe oh. they're they're co-stars. Oh. They're they're absolute co-stars, and she carries it. She carries it so well. Those clothes, you know that old saying the the clothes don't wear you, you wear the clothes. She wears those clothes, girl. I mean, yeah. she, capital W, wears that, though, that wardrobe. And, wow, I just want to be her. And Lex, I don't know if you felt this way. I said this to Dawn last week.
1: What's that?
2: In, in the most complimentary way possible. I was sad. I was sad at the conclusion. Not because of the conclusion, but because I wanted more time with Beth. Ah, I, I interesting. I, I don't often have that reaction to characters, uh-huh. um, you know, like Star Wars. I just, you know, I want to hang out with Rey and I want to know what's happening and all that stuff. But yeah. I really, um, I'm sad that I'm not going to be invited in her world anymore. Well, that's I, I, what I, re- I was
1: going to ask you, because it does look like maybe a season two is in the works. Really? Yeah, they're, they're at least floating the idea around. What it could be, will they bring it back for a second season? Esquires asking that. And um, it's not renewed, of course. There's no news about that, but this next season would dive into her, her love life, her family history, that type of thing. I had the opposite reaction. I feel like this miniseries, it was perfect uh, in the way that they told it, I don't know if I need to know more. Right I yeah. love I love how it ended and just that's great.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying I want it because they'll mess it up.
1: Right. (laughs) That's what I'm worried about.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like big little lies. You know, the first was based Uh on a book and that was near perfect. And then you went back and you basically forced the author to create Mm -hmm. another story in a short amount of time. And, um, you know, it wasn't a natural process. You gave the the writer a hard deadline. I don't think, you know, not all not all creatives work well with that. Nope. Um so this yeah but I as much as I'm sad for that desire to hang out with her I would rather have that than an unsatisfying sequel um it's because hard to beat that. this is yeah because this is just a compliment I I miss her I want to know what she's doing but I'll rely on my imagination for that and I and I'm fine it's just it's just a huge compliment to the writer of the novel and to the to the creatives behind this miniseries. They did such a good job that they made me want more, and that, what more could you ask for yeah. in a, with a creative endeavor? You know, Jerry Seinfeld, know when to get off the stage. They're off the stage, and I miss her because she's so freaking cool. I want to yeah. hang out with her. I want her to be my friend, and then I want to steal all of her clothes.
0: Uh <laughs> oh, I should be nude. That's
2: not no. nice. Oh man, well, the I'll other buy her thing. Some more.
1: Did you guys uh yeah, no kidding, I mean just gorgeous Benny watts the the character who the guy who plays Benny Watts, Thomas Brodie Stangster, yeah, he's that kid from love, actually, yeah he yes, grew he up is. guys yeah. yep,
2: he looks exactly the same, yeah he, he looks does. Like, just, it just, just looks like someone pulled him from um it's took true. his head yeah. pulled his legs and just stretched him a little bit
0: was he also in finding Neverland with Johnny Depp? Yes, I think so. so. About um, the writer of Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It, but it, yeah, it just looks like someone stretched him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and put a mustache on him.
2: And then the other kid is uh, from Harry Potter. Yes. The other friend of hers Harry Melling. is uh, Harry's cousin, his awful cousin that he lives with as a yeah, child.
1: Yeah, uh, Dudley.
2: Dudley, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's the other person. I, and I just like, I said this to Dawn, I just like that the old, you know, one of the themes that I realized after the fact Is really about loneliness. You know, Beth, the character, and we're talking Queen's Gambit as we wrap it up here on on Netflix. You know, it's a great lesson where sometimes you just see what's right in front of your face. And Beth did that. Beth was guilty of thinking that she was very alone. She was only kind of looking within just a few inches of her face. But if she just looked around... She just looked a little bit to her left and right. She realized she really wasn't alone. And I think that's a good universal lesson for all of us, uh, that sometimes when we do feel very isolated and alone, we're, we we really are not. It just takes takes a moment to look around. And, and Beth really was. Beth, her whole life, and understandably so, she felt alone. But she really never wasn't. She always had people that was rooting for her, but she just never internally felt that way. Um, and I found that fascinating um, to examine in that show. So mm-hmm. the Queen's Gambit, everybody, on Netflix. If you haven't, go watch it. Uh, it's coming up on 7:28. When we come back with CNN on Pornhub, Dawn has the rev uh, has the investigation uh next.
3: And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s.
2: The home of good, good food is Howard Johnson's. Now have Howard Johnson's good, good food at home. Howard Johnson's is such a friendly place to have good food. And the next best thing to eating out at Howard Johnson's is eating out at home with Howard Johnson's Frozen Foods. Our Johnson's now takes tender, ocean-fresh fillets of haddock and bakes them in a rich cheddar and tomato sauce. Then quick-freezes them for you to serve in minutes. Um. And there are so many other Howard Johnson's frozen foods at your grocers now. Howard Johnson's delicious macaroni and cheese. Mm, Shrimp croquettes with a Sherry Newberg sauce. (laughs) Chicken croquettes with a creamy fricassee sauce. And more. The home of good, good (laughs) food is Howard Johnson's. Now have Howard
3: Johnson's good, good food at home. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre (laughs) radio
2: show. Fricassee, everybody. Fricassee sauce. This
1: creamy comfort. (laughs) Creamy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. Didn't we look up one time what the fricassee sauce was? Yeah, it's it's a a, cream-based
1: sauce, right? I think so. I remember.
2: I think that's. I think it was pretty easy. I mean, it was pretty like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it sounds go home, go home. a
0: lot fancier than it is.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, we ate horrible things in the sixties and seventies. Oh, you look at food ads in the seventies; it was just nothing God. but j- jello. Everything molds. was
0: in a jello mold. It could be Everything. like salmon. It was oh. just revolting.
2: Cod oh. in lime jello. And, oh. Oh. We, just oh. we just ate meat. We just ate meat in mass. I mean, oh, just flank steak and ribs and I don't
0: then <laughs> in creaminess. Oh, yeah. Macaroni and cheese.
2: Macaroni and cheese.
0: He, I know. He said that like it wasn't very pedestrian. It was like really fancy. <laughs> yeah, he made, yeah, he did.
2: Macaroni he made it seem and v- cheese. Macar- this Ooh, foreign... No have you heard way. of this fancy new dish called macaroni and cheese? <laughs> it's fantastic, everyone. Mm. Hey, um... So I hear that Don, that CNN huh? was accidentally uh, using Pornhub on TV. What? what what's the story? It was fake.
0: It's fake. <laughs> but I want to tell everybody how things can spread so quickly oh, on social yep. media, on Twitter especially. So uh, CNN Steve Kornacki, his name is John King, yeah. and he was super busy. He it looks like he slept. A total of two hours on Tuesday and four hours on Wednesday, the poor guy. So while he's doing his thing, uh, doing all the graphics and, and showing the math of the election... He pushed away a graphic on the large screen that he was using to relay vote counts since Tuesday, and he was really pu- pushing away a notification for a phone call, like a phone message that came up because he was using, you know, he gets notifications on his yeah. laptop for messages and things like that. So he looked very annoyed and he pushed away this pop-up. Well, somebody edited it Oh no! to be a Pornhub pop-up. And it wasn't. Somebody just edited that and put it out on Twitter. And then it was shared like 70,000 to 80,000 times, of course. Oh, no. But Everybody who was watching it live knew that it was just a phone message (laughs) notification. But, of course, the magic of editing, somebody edited that and made it fake. So... That wasn't true. If you saw that going around, now the original post was deleted, but of course there are copies of it that are just still making the rounds.
2: But see, here's that's what's so frightening in in the era of social media. Mm-hmm. There are millions of people who will see that and who will believe it and just you know? form
0: opinions and not and form
2: opinions. And yep. I, I have people in my life. I have Lex was talking about this earlier. I have I have family members who will just. And they will regurgitate stuff like that. Like, did you see on CNN? They were they had Pornhub up there. I'm like, no, no okay, okay. And my no. first question is always, did you see that on Facebook? Well, yeah. I'm like, okay. I, or any I, social me, media? Uh, like, yeah, don't. Just,
0: no, no,
2: no. Well, I my friend, uh, another. I'm so glad that you said that, Don, because another example of it, and it's a good lesson for us all. But it's also scary, my talkers, um, as an example of how quick things can spread and how quickly misinformation can get around. My, uh, my boss, my old boss's wife, Angela Dahlman is a freelance journalist in Seattle now. And she posted, um, she posted a uh, video of a correspondent that she is good friends with. His his name is Gotti Schwartz. And Gotti was posted outside of the, one of the counting centers in Phoenix and in, in, in Arizona. And he, he showed an example of how quickly like things can be misunderstood and then posted on the internet and then disseminated for millions. So he, he put the camera to the right and, and these folks were, were screaming that the media were hauling in briefcases of votes. What? And so he, he, he showed video of the, of, of the, the protesters and, And then he because he was inside that area of fencing because, you know, it was they had an area of fencing to keep protesters and then they had an area for media and then and then the actual voting center. And he went up to the guy pulling the briefcases and it was a Fox News crew and the briefcases that people thought were full of votes were full of live shot equipment. They were the equipment for the in- the TV engineers. So it was mic cables and microphones and lighting mm-hmm. equipment. And Gotti was just like, "This is this is the problem." Sometimes when a video is posted and it's like it, it it appears to be one thing, but it just takes a little bit to investigate to confirm. Either way. Yep. Um, and it, it and I things. saw that and, and that was regurgitated back to me over the weekend and I laughed and somebody said it to me. They're like, well, did you see this and this happened? And I said, well, actually, you know, I, I researched it. I didn't take it for the gospel and, and, but that's the problem. I mean, you know, people don't, yep. a lot of folks don't do the second level of investigating what they see on the Facebook Um which the Facebook? I, I, yeah, I just as a rule, I just don't get. I I I I'm skeptical. I'm not Colleen and Bradley, but I I look at everything with a skeptical eye, especially if, if it's coming from Facebook. I don't care if it's about Britney Spears. Um, I don't care if it's about um uh, uh the newest cleaning product. Mm-mm. This is fantastic. I'll remove all stains. I don't but believe anything. It? Yeah, I don't believe anything <laughs> on Facebook anymore. I I don't take anything at face value. You have yeah. to you know do your research, but. Not the news
1: wise that's, no. that's the place to share pictures of your your family and you or, know, your well, married, or your beautiful. beautiful christmas tree or your
2: beautiful I just looked beautiful. at yours
0: Jason it's in your stories
2: Oh it's in my yes it's in my insta stories um yeah if uh if you haven't had an opportunity uh, check it out we decided to be festive this weekend and uh and and decorate la tree yeah. and uh and put up the uh put up the the dining the dining set as well so hey oh, uh good. when we come back, Johnny Depp is fired, and the great British Bake Off will have those two things. Yes when we come back. Now,
3: it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. This term for a long-handled gardening tool can also mean an immoral pleasure seeker. Ken, what's a hoe? No. Whoa!
2: This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. (laughs) Oh, in honor of the late great Alex Trebek. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I might talk 7 one? Everything entertainment, everything immoral pleasure seeker. That's, was that was actually one. Answer. Well, it was one of the names that we could have picked from from our for our show back in 08, But <laughs> Immoral right. pleasure seekers in the morning. Oh. Yeah. Which the was answer there.
0: is rake. By the way, rake,
2: rake. That's right.
0: Which I had to look up. I was like, I, I had to I mean, too. A hoe. Yeah. That's what I.
1: Yeah. I mean, different hoes in different area codes, don't <laughs> we? <laughs>
2: 612-763's I have a hoe in the 952 (laughs) hoe in the (laughs) 213 312 area codes wow
1: that song gets in my head sometimes and I just can't get it out. Now it's What's, there. So what song is thanks that? Myself. Uh, it's myself. Um, it's, oh, who is that now? Oh, it's shoot. a rap. It's uh I got hoes, I got hoes. In, in different, different area, area codes, codes. Area codes. Now, who is that now? Oh, it's Ludacris. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I he really the means hoes. I was just hoping that you would do exactly what you just oh, did, okay. and that was singing the song. and... <laughs> You fell right into the trap, and I'm, oh, man. Uh, I'm happier because of it. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Um, Johnny Depp, right before the weekend started, news uh, broke that Johnny Depp has been fired from Warner Brothers. What, what do we know, Don, about this?
0: We know that they haven't really made a statement about this, but he made oh. a statement before everybody else. Okay. Um, He says, in light of recent events, I would like to make the following short statement. Firstly, firstly, I'd like to thank everybody who has gifted me with their support and loyalty. I've been humbled and moved by your many messages of love and concern particularly Mm. over the last few days. This is Mm. November 6th. He posted this from London. Secondly, I wish to let you know that I have been asked to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beast, and I have respected and agreed to that request. Finally, I wish to say this. The surreal judgment of the court in the U.K. will not change my fight to tell the truth, and I confirm that I plan to appeal my resolve remains strong, and I intend to prove that the allegations against me are false. My life and career will not be defined by this moment in time. Thank you for reading. Sincerely, Chicken Scratch, Johnny Depp. Wow. <sighs> what a Hogwarts thing to do. I
1: mean, even the, <laughs> even the writing, the yeah. font he picked and everything. I mean, I he's know. from London, he's writing. He's, it's true. just very, wow. Fantastic beastical.
2: What what do you think of him, Lex? What's your well, w- what's your feeling?
1: You know, you know, Johnny Depp's my guy, right? I, I mean, know, that's gee, why
2: I'm coming to you.
1: All over my locker. I mm-hmm. I loved Johnny Depp. Twenty one jump street, yeah. Oh, so so fine. Uh, Cry Baby was one of my favorite movies. I used to love to watch that when she licked the tear off his face or he licked the tear off her face. I was like, ooh. Do you remember that part of the movie? Licking tears? I don't. Oh, man. I was like, ooh, that's hot for some reason. What the heck? But Johnny Depp makes everything. Even Edward Scissorhands. Um, But, yeah, this is uh, definitely a fall from grace. I'm not sure where to... I don't know if there is a right – I think they're both – oh, man, this is so hard because they're, the allegations back and forth, and now the court has said that he did beat her. Mm-hmm. So there has to be sufficient evidence for that, and it's it's just ter- – it's, it's terrible. Also, the fact that he's posting about this even before all of this, I think he's just trying to – you know, with some people – and this is everyone whether you're a celebrity or not you know you're kind of looking for some type of validation some type of support and it just feels like that was just a grab for that and to get to it before everybody else did mm-hmm. and, and he has a lot of support I and mean, i was looking at some of the there's 170 almost 72,000 comments on this
2: and what did you look at any of the comments did you oh, see what a bulk of them were oh okay. most
1: of it's like a hundred percent and behind you the bigger the battle the greater the victory someone else says Uh, lots of praying hands and we support you we love you we believe in you shame on Warner Brothers Um, so sorry to hear this you're a beloved actor and loved by millions it's Warner Brothers loss I mean on and on about this we believe you're innocent Amber Heard is lying you know, justice for Johnny Depp. So,
2: what? Uh, I mean, Dawn, of course,
1: it's, it's his social media. You would yeah, expect of course. support like that, <laughs> you know? Slanted,
2: slanted opinion All on that right. one.
0: And that's what he wanted.
2: Don, what do you think? I, I mean, overall about him.
0: I think that uh, he, I can't make any judgments on whether or not he beat Amber Heard. Because there's so much back and forth. I think this is yeah. the beginning of the end of his career. If Warner Brothers fires you from a yeah, project, no one else is going to hire him. It's going to be like a Mel Gibson thing. Honestly, mm. it's just he's not going to come back from this. It's just it's he just may get too a big. role here and there, but it's yeah. it's too big. And and you know because he wanted to prove that the son was wrong in their uh, in their article about him. Now he's opened up his entire life to everybody, and we know every dirty little detail about all of his drug use. All of his text messages, I mean, he said that he wanted to burn her and then, you know, her corpse. Yeah. He said that in a text message. So, I mean, no matter how you feel about him and whether he did it or didn't do it, just his lifestyle and the way he treated her, you know, and they both treated each other poorly, but, you Mm -hmm. know... I think it's just too much is out there about him to ever hire him without that. Because you're never going to be able to just watch a movie and not think about that. So ah, just...
1: that's true. Unless he's a, is this such a rock star thing to do? I mean, could he still do his band? Not, not saying that that is, but I'm just, you know, some, the fans there, regardless, it looks like they will still support him, whether he's making his own, will he go the Mel Gibson route and just start producing his own films?
2: maybe or perform, i think he has enough money stands. where he will just Didn't he, he will just kind of fade into obscurity
0: i've heard that mm. he's lost a lot of it 650 yeah. million he's like yeah. gone through most of it
2: well and also let's just talk about if you just tuned in we're talking wow. about johnny depp and warner brothers let's just talk about the fantastic beast franchise as a whole it mm-hmm. is in trouble y'all first of all it's never gotten and and look it's an unfair comparison it's lightning in a bottle you're never going to R- uh, duplicate the massive success of Harry Potter, but this franchise is in a lot of trouble right now. In my opinion, public relations wise, you have Johnny Depp now, and before that, you had J.K. Rowling's troubling oh, right. trans uh, transphobic comments. Mm-hmm. Not just once, not just twice, but three times a lady whole essay. Um, yeah. I mean, just you know, and she's doubling down and tripling down. Now, y'all can you you can agree with her or not. I do not agree with her, but that's me. My point is that it is no matter how you slice that bread, it is a PR disaster for one Warner Brothers to contend with because the very um the audience that reads these books are far more enlightened and far more inclusive. Um, than then we think, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and I, 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 I she is attacking mm-hmm. a slice of her fan base that I, I don't think from a business standpoint, let's not even debate, uh, just the moral argument about it. Just from a business standpoint, she's, she's, it's not a good PR move. No, it's no not what. a good PR. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And now you have this. It isn't even a- the repeated.
0: actors in the film. What, Tom? Yeah. yeah, it's been like over and over and yes. over again. Yes. She yes. just keeps doubling down on yep. it. And yep. it's just gross. I'm sorry. But yeah, you're so right. They're woke, you know. People that grew up with these yeah. books are yeah. like my daughter's age. You know, she's 28. And yep. you just can't get away with saying that kind nope. of stuff. Everybody wants to be included. Nope.
2: You Absolutely. Know?
0: And they right. should be. And with your actors also saying, like, we don't agree with
1: this. Yeah. yeah, But, but not... keep the, the story itself and the characters. Remember that moment. <laughs> you know, and, still and, good.
2: and you have to wonder, you know, can people can the fan base separate the author from the love of the franchise? Exactly. You know, I, I'm able to do that with some things. Um, yep. I'm not saying I can do it with this, but I'm able to do that with some things. But can the fan base at large? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break. We'll be back right after this.